Mike, we're here. Another day, another dollar. It almost feels like we're in paradise. I know you're in paradise. I don't know. You're in paradise more than me, probably. <laughs> well, let me, let me tell you something. This weekend was so interesting because there's these three waterfalls we want to go see, right? It's these, they're three, they're like over in the corner of the island. And so this is the second time we've tried to get over to see these waterfalls. And again, we didn't go see them because we kept going into the wrong side of the mountain. So finally, yesterday, we went up around this road and we found the entrance. It's got a nice big sign. It says, enter here. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> really? But, and over there, I mean, you're on the, where, where are you at? You got, I know, I know that location. It looks familiar. Yeah. No, I'm in South Carolina at the beach, mm. North Myrtle Beach. Look at yep, you. Yep. Look at you. I think we're going to have to, since we're always at the beach, I think we're going to have to start doing this show like this, Mike. That's what I think. I think we're just going to have to start doing this show, you know, with our with our shades on. You know what I mean? Exactly. And just kind of exactly. just kind of keep the shades on so that we know that we're always down by the beach. <laughs> Oh. You should say that. I bought a new pair of sunglasses today. No, today? <laughs> dude, look, I just literally got these the other day. They're like Ray-Bans. Oh, that's cool. I like yeah, those. they're like blue tint. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they're they're called Justins. It's the Justin model. Um, well, that says made in Italy, but yeah, it's called the Justin model there. Anyway, um, they're like silicone. They're like silicone. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're really nice. So... Yeah, um, so, yeah, speaking of the beach and where you're at, uh, hey, I heard, uh, you were okay? I heard there was an earthquake. There was an earthquake. Um, were you, what happened? Where were you? Where were you? I was at the beach. We didn't feel it down here. Oh, you didn't um, feel it? Apparently, my wife slept through it. She didn't feel anything at home. I think it's more toward the mountains, but, like, there was, yeah. like, there's a department store in our city that we live where nearby Okay. that it buckled some of the, um, I guess the marble flooring a little bit cracked it a little uh, bit, uh, uh, uh. and then there's some damage up closer to where it is in the mountains. I think. So, okay. Uh, yeah, it was a little weird. I was like, I woke up. Well, this is 2020. Everything out. We had a hurricane here at the beach. The uh, Monday. What? Is, last Monday is the um, earliest hurricane in history to hit during the hurricane season. Oh my god. Usually in September. So, were you okay? In one week, we've had a hurricane and a and a uh, earthquake in one week. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's <laughs> crazy! I wonder I keep why. I to walk out on the beach and a tsunami comes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh! No, but seriously, if a tsunami hit, you guys would all be wiped out, wouldn't it? I mean, you guys would be done. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to do the show by yourself. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be horrible. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah. I really, I really hope things clear up over there. That's just insane. Uh -huh. Well, you know, I'll be on the beach looking for it. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but it's uh, really yeah. weird though because the beaches are usually clean and like yeah. not the night of the storm, but two days later, it washes up all these like sea sticks are like six to 12 inches long a big pile of them all the way down the beach oh my gosh it's like why does someone does later? someone clean it up or something i mean how does that work uh, i don't know it seems like they're having a pissing contest about it right now because nobody's cleaned it up yet so oh so they're upset or something 
I don't know. I think they're trying to figure. I don't know that they've ever had this stuff wash up like this. I know, right? Maybe they're trying to figure it out. Oh, geez, that's crazy, man. Well, on the brighter side of things, we got a lot of stuff to cover today. We got some good news happening. That's the truth. Good we news. got some good news. stuff happening. Let's. I think we should kind of kick it off with what you got. I know you mentioned earlier that you got some stuff cooking in the kitchen or cooking on the beach. I should say. I should say cooking on the yeah. beach. <laughs> so ironically. This same buyer from the last time I was at the beach that bought one of my properties, apparently I need to come to the beach more. She's interested right, in right. buying two more of my properties. Oh, man. And like one of them, I really don't want her to buy. You know how sometimes you get this property and you, you get them under contract. We just do minimal stuff and we get them under contract. Yeah. And so I started digging more on it and I don't really like the property. I, I mean... I hope we sell it, but I did like I tried to talk her out of buying it because she's a VIP buyer, so to speak. Oh, okay. Get it, and and then there'd be a just, problem. Yeah, I was like, "Do you you sure you want this? Are you sure?" I said, "Let me get something," and she's like, "No, no, no! I want that one for cash, and then there's another one she wants to buy on owner financing." So I, I, I've done all I I've. I've but, you, but at least you told her. Yeah, like you told her yeah. and you said, hey, I don't like it, but there you go. She like, and she's had her surveyor and builder to go down there. So if they're happy, who am I to say? Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I think I look at that. I look at like purchases with real estate, even like, you know, everyday purchases. Some people will just, you know, be happy with an Android device. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'll tell them, like, why? I don't think you should do it. I don't think yeah. you should, you know, but they do it anyway. And uh, even though that's, that, you know, that's, well, that, I mean, that's good of you for looking out, though. I mean, it really is, even though they're a top notch buyer. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you can't, you, you can't force them. I mean, at the end she's of the like, day, she's like an older lady, she's like a grandma. It's like, hey, oh, like Grandma Davis. I, love, I, love, I like grandmas, though. I've done a lot of business with grandmas. I really have. I got something interesting here for you. you Can you there? hear that? That's a, is that a, a check? This Maybe? is literally, I don't want to show any account numbers. So this is literally, let me do one of these. This is a check. It's a check. This is the bank. When right is there. the last time you've held a check in your hand? This it's probably been over four year four to five years, probably. At least Okay, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Nope. To a year or two. Sorry. Because I got and I did a video about it. I don't know where that video is right now. I think I posted it in the group, but the uh, I got a closing and they mailed me a check. I think that was two years ago, and I did a video about that. That was the last time. Before that, though, it had to be like four or five years maybe prior. It's been a long time. But you know how much yeah. this check cost me? I'm not going to get don't, – don't guess. Let me just tell you. You know how you can get books of checks? This is one check. This one check cost me nine euros. Nine euros. And that is because they are trying to incentivize – or if that's the right word, or penalize, that's a better word, penalize people for getting checks because they want to keep everything digital. And they don't want people to come into the bank and get checks. So they're okay. penalizing people for coming in to buy it. So whether you order one check, whether you order 20 checks, you're going to pay $9. And that's a, and that's on the cheap side. Some banks charge you 15 I'm like, this is insanity, right? 
And it's just, but that's that's what they do because they don't want you to use paper checks. They don't even want you to go into the bank. They want you to do everything electronically. And I didn't realize that, well, until the last week, but also about two weeks ago, I did a transfer and I walked into the bank and I said, I need to do a transfer. And she said, why are you here? <laughs> I swear. They don't, they don't want you to do a check. They don't want you to bank. This is exactly what she said. She said, why are you here? Why did you come into the bank to do this transfer? Now, mind you, I'm not too familiar with the way to do you know, banking in Portugal. So I'm you know, still kind of getting used to it. And, uh, and I don't do like a whole bunch of large transactions or, or wires. If I do a wire, I've probably done more wires than transfers. So I go into the bank and the lady says, why are you here to, you know, what's, why are you doing this in, in the bank? And I said, uh, I said, oh, I don't know how to do it from the ATM. And here you can actually do transfers and pay bills on the ATM. It's, it's, it's amazing. You can pay your, yeah, listen to this. You can pay your bills. You can pay your taxes. You can pay your, you can, you can buy your phone data, right? Data from like Verizon or whatever. You can buy your phone data. You can send somebody money. You can pay your water bill, pay your electric bill. Listen, anything you do in your regular day life, you can do from an ATM. That's yeah. pretty cool though. Isn't it? Yeah. It's convenient. Yeah. It's totally convenient. So if you're walking around town or you're walking near an ATM, you can do it all there. So I walk into the bank. This lady's like, why are you here? I'm like, well, I don't know how to do it from the ATM. She's like, oh, She's like, fine. Well, I have to charge you a fee. This was two weeks ago. So they charged me a four euros to get to just just walking in the bank. They don't want people to walk into the bank. They're penalizing people from not being digital. I was like, this is awesome. But yet at the same time, I'm paying for I'm paying for it at this point. So I gotta figure that out, you know. Otherwise I'm gonna keep all paying all these fees. But uh but yeah, any that was that was really interesting, you know. I wanted to, I wanted to share that with you because I know you always hear me you're the one who is always getting checks and posting checks, and I'm the exactly. one Yeah. And uh and I'm I'm so but here's here's the interesting part though, Mike. You might find this interesting. Is that the reason why I have to get this check is I'm making a new offer tomorrow on a piece of property. And the the only way to, well, this is one of the ways to do it. The other way to do an EMD deposit is almost like escrow. I do a transfer to the escrow account from an ATM. It goes and sits in the escrow, and if it doesn't buy, they transfer it back. And it's instant. It's like PayPal. Yeah. It's, 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 it's almost, it almost feels like PayPal, you know? But I didn't know that. I didn't know all that until recently. So here I am with my papers. <laughs> So, yeah, it's, you went back in time. I went back in time. It's it's horrible. It's a horrible situation. <laughs> so now you mentioned also was that the two pro? You said you have two properties under contract, right? Yeah, they're um, they're both down east in North Carolina. Uh -huh. uh, this lady likes the eastern part of North Carolina, so you prefer, don't everybody get mail in that area. You prefer <laughs> one market over the other? Do you prefer like uh, uh, North Carolina over South Carolina? Um, not, not really. I don't have no. a preference. I, I, it sounds probably hard. I chase the money. <laughs> where, yeah, where, yeah, that's so true. Where, where the money is. <clears throat> if I so have true. my favorite markets, yeah. probably North Carolina and Florida are my two favorite states. Yeah, you work. know, I, we were just talking about that, was it yesterday or whatever, or earlier today or whatever in some emails, that you love Florida, but Florida is a very competitive market. 
So what would you tell someone maybe who's just starting out? Like, should hey, Mike, I want to go invest in Florida. What would you tell somebody, a newbie, just getting started? You know, check out the areas. Do your test mailers. Um, and, you know, anybody, anybody that's, I guess, sat under my coaching or whatever knows that I'm big about pushing um, pushing numbers and being aggressive in the beginning okay. so you can get some properties. So, um, you know, be a little bit aggressive in some of your offers. You're going to probably alleviate some of your competition by doing that, but not don't offer 10 cents on the dollar, you know, be a little, get it up there further than that. That helps. Um, mm-hmm. but what, what I, what I found out in Florida, what I love is that their records, everything's pretty much digital and online. So mm-hmm. it's very easy to, to get stuff. A lot of other States are moving that way, but I, I just like the state and yeah, and I guess also I've worked with several title companies. I got a good relationship down there, so that helps too. So, yeah, well, it's always good to have some good title companies. And you know, it's actually it's actually really good and progressive of Florida to have all that data uh, live. Or excuse me, I didn't say that correctly. Uh, it's good that they have a lot of their data online and accessible. That's really good. Did you know, by the way, the state of North Carolina? Did you hear about this? The state of North Carolina was the first state to ever do a completely 100% virtual mortgage closing. Did you know that? No, I didn't. When did yes, this happen? It just happened. I did a sh- I was on one of my shows I did earlier in the week. Uh, this was this was about 2 weeks ago. And um, if I pull it up, hold on. North Carolina completes First virtual closing. And I want to be clear because this is not just a notary, okay? This is a complete closing e-docs. Everything was e. So they worked with, um, was it was it Quicken? Hold on. They worked with, bump, 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 bump. this happened, by the way, in May. This happened in May. And this was our first... North Carolina e-closing, North Secretary of State Marshall said, it's not our last. We want to become a regular option for lenders and their customers because of the many advantages e-closing offers versus the slower traditional paper-based system. This was from start to finish. Everything. Notarized. Go ahead. So whoever could literally sit at home in front of their computer and they never had to leave their house. They never had to leave their house. They never had to sign one physical piece of paper. Investors Title Insurance Company of Chapel Hill insured it. Um, they notarized the mortgage while Doc Magic, which is, we've heard of Doc Magic before, and Worldwide Notary. Now, I've never heard of Worldwide Notary, by the way. So I am just going to put that in here as a little save. Worldwide Notary Zoom info. Oh, wwnotary.com. Good to know. Over 350,000 electronic notarizations to date. Okay. Now, I like to use notarize.com. I don't think this is a solution, just to be clear, since we're doing this show here. I don't think this is a solution for the average person and just because if you look at notarize.com they you literally can get this let's put it this way 
this worldwide notary is probably business to business, B2B, and B2C, uh, B2C is notarized.com, just to make that clear, because if someone comes to this website, they're gonna be like, how do I sign my document? And it's not very you know, user-friendly. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, so notarized.com would be the solution for that, okay? So those are the people involved in the transaction, and Anderson added that the state being North Carolina is significant since it's an attorney state, da 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 da, where it usually gets a lot of pushback and, and the e-notary law is more stringent as to what must be done legally. Um, and one last thing here, the e-notary is essential to moving legal filings into the digital age, Secretary Marshall said. People and institutions still want to know that a notary was there in the room confirming the, the sign the signer's identity, even if the filing is moving through cyberspace instead of being uh, a pile of paper. Huge. Huge. It's a, it's a mindset that will have to change. Absolutely. In, in the writers and everything. But Absolutely. It's starting, it sounds like. It's starting, man. I'm just, I'm just glad, like, North Carolina was the one, like, progressiveness, you yeah. know? I was like, oh, that's awesome. It's good to hear. I mean, that... I mean that that adds so much value, especially to the remote real estate investing. Yeah. Because I, you know, I think about um, again. Last time I was down here at the beach, I had to run to the UPS store, yeah. have stuff notarized. Because you know, back at my main office, I have a notary and I, I can have all that done. Mm -hmm. But you know, I had to run around get this done and mm -hmm. get docs overnighted in time. Right. Whereas you know, this way, I wouldn't have to do all that. Exactly. Stay right here and do it in front of my computer. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's truly amazing. This is this is groundbreaking actually, and and it, this is just going to carry through into the future. So it's it's really That's good to definitely. hear. It's really good to hear. All right, just uh, just a big shout out to a few people. Hey, Cruz. Uh, what's going on? And was that Adam? Okay, I see a few other people. Just say hello in the comments. And we'll we'll catch up on it. Um, all right, so let's move on to the next thing. Let's talk about some of our some of our client members of the community. Let's talk about Donald. Donald's crushing, man. And he is on fire. Let me let not, me, only, what? not only is selling stuff, but scaling his business. Scaling everything. L listen, I gotta I gotta confess something. I gotta confess something. He told me that he was gonna mail to a certain state. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say, this state sounded like he was gonna mail to South Dakota. Okay, and I'm like, dude, what is in South Dakota? Now, even though that wasn't the state, I'm just saying. I was like, all right, try it. You got a passion for the state, go for it. You know, and you know what? He proved me wrong, and I was like, that's awesome. You know, I mean, if you, you did, never know till you test you the market. Never know. You're so right. You never know until you test the market. And that's really important because some, you know, sometimes there are deals there. And I think he's going to drop more mail in that area. Um, but, you know, we'll see. It all depends on his numbers and stats. But in regards to scaling, Mike, let's talk a little bit about that. Um, what would you say was the hardest part for you to scale? I want to ask you that question. Honestly, and this is probably not the answer you're thinking, <laughs> but, but, but letting go. Yeah. Like, um, it's like I, I can say this because my wife is back at home. She's not here. <laughs> okay. She she says that I'm a control freak. I don't think that I am, but you know she can't argue with me right now. Yeah, she's yeah. not here. <laughs> um, 
but in all in all seriousness letting go because my business is my baby i mean that's how i feed my family and yeah stuff. yeah and entrusting that to somebody else was really really hard and it was really a, it was a huge hurdle to get over wow I, and i know that probably sounds crazy but once i started letting things go yeah you know um maybe taking the calls and or scrubbing lists and things you know people ask me things now They'll say, well, how do you do this? I, I say, yeah, I've done it before, but I've had VAs doing it so long, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, uh, let me ask my VA. <laughs> exactly. You know, let me get the directions I gave them, I'm you know, to get it back. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, honestly, that was the biggest thing. But once you start letting go of stuff, yeah. and, and, and listen, everybody out there, it is not going to be all you know a bed of roses that's transition true. that's true you may have to go through a couple vas I'm not, i don't have any nightmare stories i just had some that just i do didn't work out um and didn't i guess line up with what i think my company's philosophy and things are yeah nothing bad against them yeah it just wasn't a good fit yeah um so you said you said the hardest part just repeat that sorry the hardest part for you to scale was it's basically letting just letting go. Letting go. Yeah. And, and trusting other people to run those areas. But, you know, when I did it, though, and took off these mundane things, it's like somebody told me a long time ago, you know, the company needs to work for you. You don't need to work for your company. Yeah. Um, and, and that's so true. Yeah. And, and you know, I don't I don't need to be the secretary of my company. I don't right. need to be the data entry clerk. Right, right, right. right. I need to be the decision maker. True, true. There was a quote I heard. It was, I don't know if it's a quote, but it was a guy I heard in a podcast and he said something so powerful and valuable. He said, the number one thing that you are to do as an entrepreneur, as the you know, CEO of your business is to replace yourself as quickly as possible. And that stuck with me. I was like, dang, that is a strong statement. He says, you are supposed to Replace yourself. You are supposed to figure out how to make your tasks, uh, yourself more meaningless in the company. That is an entrepreneur. And I was like, dang, that's strong. And I can't argue with this guy because this guy sold his business to Google. Uh, the guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's built up a few startups. He knows what he's doing. And he sold up, he sold one of his startups to Google. The guy knows what he's doing. It's very impressive. Um, he, he actually, his buddy, it was interesting. His buddy worked for acquisitions at Google. His buddy called him and said, you have what we're looking for long story short. And he learned a lot just from when Google acquired his company. He was with that. He was with them when they acquired, uh, Google acquired them. He was with them for one year and then the contract with them expired. Like they have to move on. And he learned so much from that time. Anyway, it was just that quote that stuck out with me really just. It was impressive. Uh, it was really impressive. Um, so we talked about Donald's crushing it. That's awesome. Well done, Donald. And we have a bunch of people that are crushing it, by the way. We do. Um, but we're, we'll just highlight him for today. And then next week, we'll <laughs> jump on everybody else. Oh, well, we do. Well, actually, here we go down the line. We got we got Chad. Chad. Let's talk about Chad. I mean, you know a little bit more about this deal than I do. So let's talk about Chad for a minute. Yeah, this was a unique deal. Um, it, it's a uh, it's a Florida deal, and um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know he, he started out thinking that uh, 
you know, we're we're going to get uh, more more than we thought we would for the property. But uh, long story short, things come up during due diligence, and this one had some wetland issues, but mm. he still made a good profit on it. Um, mm. And you know, the cool thing, Nathan, is, and I, I helped him a little bit with his marketing stuff. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is, we looked at his Zillow listing in 44 days. He had something like 27 or 2,800 wow. views. Wow. And like 70 some saves. Like this wow. property really was like getting a lot of attention. Um, and we had it sold a couple times. Things you know, came through that didn't, didn't go through, but now it's sold. Um, monies have went to, to everybody's accounts and, yeah. uh, he's happy. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, what, uh, I was going to mention something about like state of Florida. Was that in one of those like areas that has the data online? Uh, yeah, everything was online. Um, so that was easy to get, uh, most of everything you needed o- offline and can look at stuff and, um, it was it was really a, a as far as getting the data and things was an easy process. All right, good stuff. All right, I do have a question for you, but first let's jump. Let's roll into Adam, and then I got a question for you about a property. I just like a question about selling a property. Um, let's talk about Adam. Adam is working on a well, creamy of a buyer. What's that about? What's going on there? He's got a buyer. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Is that uh, lots of ex- he's saying lots of exclamation marks. Adam. Adam's here live. Adam, how how is it going with your buyer? And Adam, I think we've all gone through those buyers that um, like they seem really solid and they disappear. And I don't even know if the CIA can find some of them. It's like they just disappear and um, for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I certainly if 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 your buyer has not shown their face tonight. In the morning, I would be on the phone with the next buyer. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. 24 hours. Let's move on. You know, the first one, again, it's the, like, it's just the first one who has the deposit, first one with the signed contract. You know, you can even let the other buyer know. Say, hey, listen, uh, I'm going to send this to you right now, but I got another buyer interested. And if you don't, whoever gets this to me first is going to get the property, right? And I'd be yeah. upfront with that. I'd be very upfront with that. You know, and use that line all the time. You know, we have buyers that come in, you know, to say, Mr. Buyer, Mrs. Buyer, to save yourself any headache of losing this property, we have buyers that come in sometimes at the last minute. So if you're serious about this, you should get their deposit in and uh, you should get this contract signed so we can move forward and get this property secured for you. You know, that was, uh, that's really important. So, yeah, and that kind of plays into that VIP type buyers list too. Um, yeah. We may be holding deposits for important buyers. Well, yeah, that makes a good point, though. That would be, you know how you have your VIP buyer that you were talking about in the beginning of this conversation? Yeah. That someone like that, where you've done like that repeat business with, is kind of like good for that. Or maybe someone that you um, have built a good relationship with and you haven't closed a deal with them, but you've really hit it off. VIP buyers lists are where you definitely got to build a relationship because if you don't, the, no one's going to want to just randomly give you a thousand dollar deposit. They have to know there's some credibility there, right? They have to exactly. feel that urgency or that, you know, like, Hey, you know, deals go fast with us, you know, so you better get your deposit in. Otherwise it's going to be a little bit difficult to build a buyer's list, but it's definitely doable. It's definitely a smart way to do it too. 
Um, exactly. it, it works out really well. All right. So, Mike, that's I think that's all the highlights that I have for today. Those are we've we've covered your deals. We've covered Donald's uh, updates and closings. Donald's got like four deals in the pipeline about to close or something like that. Um, we've covered Chad's closing and Adam's uh, buyer. Yeah, I think we've covered all the news for the for this week, man. Yeah, we uh, our a lot of our members are really doing things. It's so great, um, and we just don't we we genuinely mean it when we say it's really great to see somebody's business get off the ground and mm-hmm. grow, and see them really you know do things in their life that they've been wanting to do but haven't been able to. Uh, you you don't know that's a great thing. I get excited for you guys as I do for my own deals. Probably more excited a lot of times. Yeah, um, for sure. Awesome. For sure. Well, I'm not excited about this whole deal with this check and everything, but I'm more excited that, you know, Donald is closing on four deals. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. So that's really good. All right. Uh, all right. Well, if we don't have any other questions or anything that's come up, Mike, I think that's about it. That's it. Good, good call. Good call. Yeah, man. That's how we do it. Let's roll that in there for a second. Okay. There we go. All right. So until next time, next week, right? We're here, same time. Are you gonna be there? Are you gonna be there next week? I should be home next week. Should be. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna try that living at home concept a little while. Wow. (laughs) Actually, this was really a good week to go on a personal note on it. Um, My my wife is, wasn't feeling well this weekend. I I don't know, maybe I'm the horrible husband that left town, (laughs) but she actually kicked me out of the house because she, she works in healthcare, so she's like, "Could this be COVID? Could it be, you know, whatever?" And she she had the COVID test, all that. It's negative, but she did come back positive for the flu. Oh, so oh. you know, I'm down here away from her while she. Oh, you know, so you're on quarantine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, so, so you're um, on quarantine. But she was really glad. She says, please go down. Don't think you guys stay here. Because if you stay here, then you're going to get sick. And then it's not going to be pretty probably. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, well, at least it, hopefully it's just the flu and not anything else. Something it I'm, is. Something I'm not looking forward to is my kids going back to school. Don't get me wrong. I want them to go back to school. But let me tell you, when they're not in school, my kids haven't been sick in three months. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I'm just not looking forward to that. But anyway, they got to go learn gonna send those kids off go learn <laughs> exactly all right man good stuff so we'll be here same time same place next week monday thanks everybody for chiming in yeah, and uh, we'll see you next time see you REI Conversion is a complete system to help you simplify your land investing business. With our core land management and CRM tool called REI Pebble, it streamlines the entire process of land investing. From automated printing and mailing of your offer letters, to easy document generations for contracts, to purchase agreements, all the way to tracking and managing your properties, buyer, and seller leads. REI Pebble helps you and your team save time, automate, and organize, allowing you to run your land investing business from anywhere and giving your land business the tools and system the chance to scale and grow. 
Get an exclusive extended free 30-day access into REI Pebble today. Take advantage of our low bulk mailing rates with no commitments by going to www.fearlessmillionaire.com pebble.